Welcome to the Prompt to Page podcast, a partnership between the Jesuit County Public Library and the Carnegie Center for Literacy and Learning. I'm your host, librarian and poet, Carrie Green. Each episode, we interview a published writer who shares their favorite writing prompt. Submit your response to the prompt for a chance to have it read on a future episode of the podcast. Our guest today is Jane Moore Waldrop. Jane is a Kentucky writer and attorney. She is the author of Retracing My Steps, a finalist in the New Women's Voices chapbook series, and Pandemic Lent, a season in poems, both published by Finishing Line Press. Her linked story collection, Drowned Town, was published in 2021 by University Press of Kentucky through its Fireside Industries imprint, a partnership with Heinemann Settlement School. Waldrop earned undergraduate and law degrees from the University of Kentucky and her MFA in creative writing from Murray State University's Low Residency Program. She is a former book columnist for the Louisville Courier Journal. Welcome, Jane. Thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity to be with you. Well, we're very happy to have you here. So you are a writer and an attorney, I guess you could say I'm a recovering attorney because I'm not practicing right now. I'm still licensed by the state of Kentucky, but I'm not focusing on writing full time. So did you ever write while you were practicing law? You know, I tried. (laughs) Yes, I, I toyed with it and aspired to it. And I didn't seem to be able to make the full commitment while practicing law and raising children and all that. I know that's possible, but it didn't seem very possible for me. It just seemed like there wasn't enough time or energy or imagination left by the end of the day. So, yeah. So when we moved, I practiced law in Louisville and in Frankfurt, and uh, we moved to Lexington in 2007. And since that time, I've really tried to focus on my writing and began my MFA program in 2012 and finished in 2014. And I guess that's when I really started focusing was I had made the commitment to write and have been eagerly pursuing that since then. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so I guess you can definitely relate to the struggle that a lot of people have. Oh, I can. can. And just making the commitment to find some time. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing's ever perfect. That's the thing I think most writers need to know, especially new writers, that, you know, it's, it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be something that, that might challenge you time-wise or get in the way. But if you could carve out a little bit of time, either early in the morning or late at night, whatever you can with your, the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and also the recognition that sometimes life gets in the way of writing, but if you could even carve out 10 minutes, 15 minutes, um, and it's really more about the emotional commitment, I think, mm-hmm. that is really important when you're trying to um, figure out a writing life and how to build one. Yeah, that's great advice, I think, for our listeners. And, you know, this is one way of doing that, too, I think. It is. It fits in very nicely because I think prompts make the most of, you know, a small amount of time. But you you make a commitment to that practice of writing. Mm-hmm. 
And it is a practice, just like anything else, that it, it takes the, the commitment and sort of showing up. And it's kind of showing up for yourself. You know, if you have that drive and you want to write, it is really um, a, a deeply held need to write. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really some, some me time in the healthiest <laughs> of ways. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So have, what's your experience with using writing prompts? Is that something you have used in the past? Do you use them currently? It, it is. And um, I, of course, when I was in my MFA program, that was a part of, of a lot of our classwork that we would get going on, you know, or have a specific prompt that related to an area that we were talking about, you know, whether that was character or place or, Mm -hmm. you know, any different uh, topic in writing, in creative Mm -hmm. writing. I think the prompts can really take you outside a little bit outside of what you're working on, that you're so um, committed to working on. And sometimes you need to break free. So I think Mm -hmm. a prompt is really good for that to loosen you up a little bit. And maybe um, it will sort of trigger something new in your Mm -hmm. in your thought processes on what you're working on. Mm -hmm. Well, would you like to share your favorite prompt? Well, and I have a couple of different um, prompts that I want to share. And one's not necessarily a prompt but it can act as one. And I think it's Mm -hmm. particularly good for poets um, because I write poetry and prose. So I think it's really helpful to to write haiku as a -hmm. writing practice to sort of give yourself just a few minutes of writing that sort of capture a moment Mm -hmm. uh, where you are that day. If you could write a haiku a day, is mm-hmm. often um, brings you to some other thoughts and other ways of looking at your work. So it captures that moment. And it's also just a small, another small little commitment, you know, five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. That's actually how I wrote my book, Pandemic Lent. Mm-hmm. I had made the commitment to write a haiku a day during uh, the Lenten season. And I ended up, um, well, the pandemic intervened during that Lenten season. <laughs> and so the poems became very much about, about the um, coronavirus pandemic. It can, it can grow into something <laughs> much larger than that simple little haiku. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, um, a writing prompt that I have used in a class that I teach called It's Never Too Late writing at midlife and beyond, which I taught at the Carnegie Center a couple of Mm -hmm. years ago. And um, because I am living proof that it's never too late to build a writing life. I started that after my legal career. And, you know, if you have that desire, I would just want to encourage anyone to to follow that desire as much as you can and give it as much time and energy as you can. So my prompt is I'd like to give it about 15 minutes of writing time. Mm-hmm. And I want um, the writers to write about the bedroom that you knew growing up or as a teenager. I want you to think about whether you shared this room with a sibling or two. Did you have it all to yourself? 
What's the color of the room? Start going around the room and think about the details in that room. It will take you back and it will also help you learn about writing details of a space, of a mood. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can capture, um, I think, a lot of emotion by remembering this place that you spent time in. You know, you can, as you're thinking about details, look at what did you prize in that room and what did you hide in that room? Mm. What was the bedspread like? What posters did you have on your wall? Those types of things can put you into an era that you grew up in and maybe help you remember things that you might not have thought of in a while. Mm-hmm. Also, were there, especially as a teenager, were there any toys or stuffed animals or books that were saved from childhood and treasured somewhere in that room? So I think that this writing prompt can help people who are either writing fiction, nonfiction, or poetry. I Mm -hmm. think it can be used in all those genres. And I think that, you know, it just helps you with those details on place Mm -hmm. and space and creating an emotional context for your characters. Yeah, just you saying it has me thinking about my own (laughs) teenage bedroom. So I can see how that would be a very, you know, you probably spend a lot of time in in your bedroom. Did you have privacy there? Did you share it with siblings and that you, Mm -hmm. you know, did you like the fact that you shared it with someone? I think that there is, uh, it can, you know, can help you remember some details And Mm -hmm. I think the details in any writing can provide, you know, these sensory details that make it seem real to the reader. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good prompt to work on. So once someone has written for about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. on this prompt, what should they like be thinking about as they go back and reread their work? I think, Did it help you remember anything? And can you put that space into some context? Perhaps something about that era, not just the bedspread or the posters, but what was going on at that time? Can you link that back up with something that was going on in the world or in our country or in your family? Mm -hmm. You know, so you can give it some context that way. Mm -hmm. You can also, it can also lead you into thinking about other members of your family or mm-hmm. your best friend who came over to spend the night, you know, so you can, you can really let that lead you in all sorts of directions. Mm-hmm. So um, you're kind of thinking of the prompt as like a window or, you know, yeah. a way into writing and it may not necessarily be specifically about that bedroom, but... Right. Yes. In the class that I mentioned at the Carnegie Center, uh, when some of my students read their work, and they were so different. That's what was so wonderful about this, because, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone had a a different childhood or a different teenage, different family. And it was really beautiful how they took these and turned them into some just amazing pieces. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And do you recommend, I know you said 15 minutes, do you recommend setting a timer or do you? I think that's really helpful um, if you can, you know, set a timer or set your phone, the clock on your phone, you know, so that you can really, because sometimes you need a few minutes. It doesn't happen instantly that you can Mm -hmm. just start writing. So you might give it a few minutes, 10 minutes, I think is a good time to, to commit But sometimes you just need a little more to really clear your head and and think back. Mm -hmm. I think this prompt can also be very helpful if you are working on a a work of fiction Mm -hmm. that if you're kind of in a stuck place and you don't know, you're trying to figure out your characters as you're writing, you can start describing their home as you're seeing it in your mind as you create these fictional characters, Mm -hmm. their home or their life as a teenager to help you know them better. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that you write both fiction and poetry. Is that something you know what you're going to write when you sit down to write or do you kind of have to figure that out when you're when you start to write? That's a good question. I think it depends on where I am in whatever I'm doing. I mean, if I've already got a project that's that I'm working on consistently, I still might write a haiku or two mm-hmm. um, just as, as sort of a warm-up for the day. But usually mm-hmm. I will go on to, to what I need to work on. So I think that, I don't know, sometimes I think writing is like channeling mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever's going to come out. Sometimes... I naturally gravitate to to prose and fiction, but Mm -hmm. I feel like um, sometimes the brevity of poetry is very appealing Mm -hmm. and that sort of that distillation process of writing a poem, um, especially, um, I don't know, it just comes from somewhere, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, do you have any final tips for our listeners? About writing or about working with prompts? I think it's really important if you are writing to also keep reading, Mm -hmm. read other people's work. Keep, um, I think most writers started as readers, you know, started as big fans of books and libraries and all the things that come from that. I know I certainly did as a child. The the library was very important to me and my Mm -hmm. family. So I think um, reading a multitude of things is is important throughout a writing life. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your ideas with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I think it's a wonderful program. So thanks for letting me be a part of it. Thanks for listening to the Prompt to Page podcast. To submit your response to Jane's prompt, visit us at justpublib.org slash prompt hyphen to hyphen page. We also welcome you to join the Jessamine County Public Library's Prompt to Page Writing Group, which will meet on Zoom on Tuesday, November 30th at 6 p.m. Register on our website.
To learn more about the Carnegie Center for Literacy and Learning, visit carnegiecenterlex.org. Our music is by Archipelago, an all-instrumental musical collaboration between three Lexington-based university professors and musicians from all across the American South. Find out more about Archipelago, Songs from Quarantine Volumes 1 and 2 at the links on our podcast website.